Now, Gina Bryce, or Gina Prince Bysewood is a director I know very little about. Uh, she did Love and Basketball in 2000, Secret Life of Bees in 2008, Beyond the Lights in 2014, but her new film, The Old Guard, seems to be a very different kind of film. It's an action movie, and it's one of the biggest Netflix hits of the year, in a year where that's pretty much movies. Um, so yeah, it's. I don't think that it's got a cinema release at all. My other film that I'm reviewing certainly will do. Um, but her star is possibly the biggest action star there is. Maybe The Rock or Van Diesel would argue with that. But Charlize Theron has a pretty good track record. She's uh, well, Atomic Blonde was probably the more recent one that she's done. And Furiosa in Mad Max Fury Road is one of the great action roles of the de- last decade. And she comes back to helm this film. Now, this is uh, it starts with these group of soldiers who have extra abilities. And we've been down this road quite a few times. So Charlie Theron meets up with Matthias Schoenartz. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Schoenartz arts and i love this actor he he was brilliant as a scary ex-boyfriend in the film the drop with tom hardy he's very menacing and they make a great lead pair in this film and at the start you see these guys as um these special soldiers sent into situations like hostage hostage situations hired by the the nsa or the cia to go in where they won't send their own people Um, and they've got these incredible abilities and you find out very close to the start that these people haven't just got good abilities they're actually invincible they can get shot multiple times and give them 30 seconds and the bullets start popping out of them and we find out also that they're very old Um, they go back centuries and they fought in conflicts going back to the middle ages and in Charlize Theron's case she's the leader of the group she goes back to antiquity and beyond and it's never fully defined how old she is i think the oldest other person mentioned sort of goes back a thousand years and one thing they have is this ability to have this hive mind they collectively dream each other's existence and battles and one thing they do is they dream when someone else like them is born on the world into the world or when someone else has powers that they have and in this case it's kiki lane who's an American soldier in Iraq and she's has her throat slashed quite almost losing her head and half an hour later she's in hospital without a scratch on her and everyone starts pulling away from her and um, basically treating her like a witch Um, and she's kidnapped by Charlize Theron because Charlize becomes aware that they're just going to take this Kiki Lane character and put her in a laboratory and do tests on her at the same time this this pharmaceutical industrial complex machine that's been looking for her band of soldiers and finds out about this new one and so the movie is set up that basically Charlize Theron sets out to find this new person that's like them and the other three remaining members of her squad and go into either hiding or finding out what this guy is doing who's trying to get hold of them and um, basically he wants to create a super race of people that are invincible he wants to take whatever it is out of them and put that in other people to cure diseases but he's also held up as big pharma he's he's sort of like the military industrial complex's pharmaceutical wing Uh, and that's the setup for the movie that they're being hunted and at the same time trying to find out what's going on 
with these people that have um, used them and abused them and are, are trying to get them all into a laboratory. They're on the run, sort of, but also hunting the people hunting them. And that's the setup for the movie, which isn't a particularly original one. And um, I've got quite a lot of bad things to say about this film. After 20 minutes, it looked great. And I, I thought Matthias and Charlize were superb. They've got the gravity needed in the roles. What happens from that point on is torture for me. Um, first and foremost, Kiki Lane. Now, this is trying so painful to be a modern film. When you get into, like, I've not seen a film that pushes social justice issues down your throat so contrived as this one. When you go to Iraq, it's a, a mixed race, all female unit. And you're just like, okay, okay. You're trying a bit hard here, but let's go with it. But when Kiki Lane takes over, and she's she's almost the star of the film, and when Charlize and Matthias are so good, she drops in like Jaden Smith dropping into a Clint Eastwood film. I just didn't want her to talk every time she talked. And she was a very bland, rote, thin, poorly acted, I thought, character. That just was the worst character that they'd introduced and she took over the movie now there's an enormous amount of things wrong first and foremost is her she spoils the film by having so much airtime, and i just didn't want her on screen i didn't like her character i thought she was bland and i thought charlie's and matthias were excellent so i didn't want to take in the time away from them uh, secondly they have a gay relationship in this film that is so painfully forced so there are, including Kiki, there are five of these people, Matthias, Charlize, Kiki, and two gay guys. Now, not only are they gay guys, but one is a Muslim and one is a Christian. They couldn't scream harder. I mean, it's almost like they have a kiss between the two men that is so painfully contrived and forced. They may as well have a banner flying over them saying love is love at the time. Now, Atomic Blonde had a gay love affair at its centre that was great and added to the story. And that was between Charlize and a woman in it. And that was great because they were good actors, acting well-written roles, and you cared about them. The two gay guys in this are like virtually every other character, impossibly thin and clumsily acted. And it's just forced. And it's... The movie is continual cringe by trying to force all these social justice issues front and centre. And it really does spoil the film, but that's not even close to being the end of it. It has the most annoyingly in-your-face, badly chosen soundtrack of the modern era. Song after song arrives, like Michael Bay does in his movies, but the choice movies, but these choices are even worse. It's kind of like, I don't know, some Euro trash pop avant rock stuff. But every few minutes there's a new song pounding away and they're all really bad choices. And um, they play a Frank Ocean song, which is cringeable because it's contrived, but they can get away with it because at least it's a good track. But the rest of them are really bad tracks and it's throughout the whole film. I don't know who... I'm going to look and see if I can find out who plays the villain... And I should do because... Okay, so Harry Melling plays the farmer bro. They couldn't scream louder that this is Martin Screlly. 
He is such a big farmer bro. Now his performance as the villain in this film as the guy that's trying to capture these super soldiers and, and find, you know, remove their DNA and use it for nefarious purposes is one of the worst performances I've seen in 10 years. He makes me think that Jesse Eisenberg in Batman vs Superman was actually as good as Gene Hackman in the same role. And he's unbearable he is so cringeable i don't know why he was cast in the role the guy can't act most of the remainder of the cast are terrible but the writing is so thin and so baseline it's like if they throw up a black character then they go ta-da and that's enough without having anything deeper written to it so the villain is one of the worst i've ever seen in history and actually considerably worse than jesse eisenberg in batman versus superman who at least had some gonzo appeal about his terrible performance uh, and that's not even it either there's even worse the um the movie itself is completely constructed of three very recent films that were very derivative themselves so you've got an african-american soldier that joins a group of globe-trotting super soldiers and has a staged fake funeral for his friends and family. That's Six Underground. That's literally the movie Six Underground. You've got super soldiers with amazing powers that are hunted by Big Pharma to be tested on in laboratories and then attack the laboratories to, you know, as the end game. That's Bloodshot with Van Diesel, which came out a few months ago. That's the these two films make up. 80% of this movie and then the last 20% the gay love affair Charlize Theron already, already did this 10 times better in Atomic Blonde which was a much much better film on every level than this film so there's not an imaginative or innovative bone it's like they say look we've got two men kissing on camera can we have a sweetie it is a t I, I found myself continually aggravated when it's just Charlize and Matthias kicking along and some decent action uh, moments then i'm happy but it continually intrudes into your enjoyment by thrusting social justice down your throat by having very thinly written characters it could have got away with every single social justice issue it uses with well-written characters well acted none of them are apart from those two i mentioned it has a, a really lame lead that i found aggravating it has the worst villain in modern history. It has the worst soundtrack in modern history. And it's one of the most derivative films I've seen, or films that are recent and themselves very derivative. So this was the biggest letdown I've had at cinema, home cinema this year. I only found that at HBO's home box office recently. Anyway, um, so The Old Guard, I cannot understand that it's actually getting good reviews. And it seems to be, as with films like The Five Bloods, what a film contains now is rated far above its critical abilities. Uh, whether it's good or bad, it seems to be who's making it, what it contains. Oh, it's got gay characters in it. Therefore, we're going to give it a pass. No, because they're terribly written and really badly acted. So I'm, I'm sure that action fans will get something out of this film, but... It was aggressively annoying for me. So The Old Guard, I'm going to give 3 out of 10. A massive letdown. And Charlize, you deserve so much better than this. So on with our special...